Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the host of Your Life Rocks podcast, and I am your success and performance coach. Now, if this is your very first time listening to our show, let me tell you a little bit of what it's about. We are all about helping you build a life that rocks, a life of balance and help to equip you to go after goals in every part of your life. We try to have experts on the show that fill a need in one of eight areas of your life. The eight areas that we talk about here at Your Life Rocks are your faith, your marriage, your family, your career, your health, your home, your finances, and lastly, friends and fun. And today's guest we have on is going to talk to us about parenting, and she's here to share some amazing wisdom and some action items that you can put into practice right now, right from the get-go to help you be a better parent. I mean, her brand is Why Am I Yelling? So if you ever find yourself yelling at your children for whatever reason, she's here to help us out. Her name is Krista Rizzo, and you can find links to everything that Krista and I are talking about in this episode by going to our show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash 32. That's just the number three, two. All right. So I know you're dying to hear from her. So let's get started with the interview. Hey everyone. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. Krista Rizzo is a relationship and parenting coach, the creator of the why am I yelling brand? She lives in Brooklyn, New York with her husband, Will, and two boys, Wyatt and Elias. Krista began Why Am I Yelling as a blog in 2010 in response to a contest entry hosted by Oprah called My Own Show. Now, clearly she didn't win the contest, but she did keep writing her blog. And after finding her professional calling as a professional coach in 2015, why Am I Yelling is a full-fledged coaching practice focused on helping parents promote proactive parenting by navigating the exciting path of raising children through addressing the fear, embracing the milestones, and encouraging a positive family dynamic. I am so excited for you all to meet Krista. Krista, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to learn some wisdom for you, but before we get to all of that, share with us a little bit more about you. Um, so I am a born and bred New Yorker. Um, I was uh, raised in the suburbs of New York City and then uh, did a very small stint in Florida. Um, I went to high school down there and then ended up coming back to New York because um, I'm a city girl and I like the hustle and bustle and everything that New York has to offer. So I came back here, I met my husband and We've been together for uh, 19 years, married for 15, and we have two adorable little boys who sometimes drive us crazy, but they, we love them for the most part. Um, and we enjoy stuff like we have a, um, a lake house up in Connecticut, so we spend a lot of time up there on the weekends in the summer, and I'm actually getting ready to go up there for the whole summer with the boys, and we do you know, hiking and boating and all kinds of fun stuff with our friends up there. 
Um, and I'm, you know, addicted to helping parents be the best parents they can be. And that's why I decided to start my practice um, last year. So it's been almost a year. And I've got a lot of really exciting things to talk about uh, with regard to that. So it's been really, it's been a really fun journey for me so far. Awesome. You know, New York is one of my, actually I shouldn't say it's one of my, it is my favorite city of any place I've ever traveled on this entire planet. I love New York Me City. Too. Me too. There's no other place like it. I actually remember being at a business meeting once when I um, had a corporate job and uh, we were doing like an icebreaker kind of thing and the vice president was like, so if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? And everybody went around and answered the question and I was like, I don't understand the question because I already live here. And he was like, seriously, you wouldn't want to live anywhere else? And I was like, no, no, I really can't think of another place where I want to be forever. And I love raising my family here. And I know people think I'm crazy, but it's such a great, wonderful place. And if you find your community in this big city that we live in, it's even better. And that's what we found in our neighborhood. So we just I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm, I think that's so important regardless of wherever you are. Like whether you're in a small town in a rural part of the United States or New York City, once you find that tribe that you really kind of, your chosen family as I like to call yeah. them, like it makes so much of the difference. It really does. It, and it's made a huge difference in, you know, just raising our kids here and picking schools and our friends and all that kind of stuff. So it, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. So now you shared a lot with us and you've got a lot on your plate between being married and having two crazy boys, which I can totally relate <laughs> to that. Um, and then, you know, your profession and really your passion behind your profession. So that's a lot to really balance. And as you know, I know you're a member of our Facebook group. Life balance is what your life rocks is all about. And it's really different for everybody. I mean, I think everyone I've met has their own definition for what it means. And I think that really defines whether you're going to be successful in life balance or not is how you define it. So share with us how you define life balance. Um, I think for me, a lot of the time, and, you know, I think in the past, maybe a lot of us suffer from this. It's like you, you forget about yourself a little bit, especially after you get married and have kids and you get sucked into everything that goes along with that. Um, so I feel like for me, especially in the past few years, my boys are six years apart. So I had an only child for a long time and it was, it's much easier when there's just one and then there's two and then, um, it gets a little hectic, but I kind of lost myself for a little bit there. Um, and I had to rewind a little bit. And so I think for me, the most important thing with having life balance is being able to focus on yourself and not really feel guilty about it. And, you know, I like to go to the gym in the morning after I drop the kids off at school. And that's my hour to really disengage from everything else that's going on and focus on, you know, working on my mind and working on my body and doing healthy stuff for me. And then it just makes me have like a better start to my day. And then, you know, trying to keep things consistent is really important for me. So I'm really big on schedule planning and communicating that to my kids and making sure we're all on the same page at the beginning of the day. So there's really not a whole lot of surprise that happens when I pick them up. And and it just kind of we just kind of maintain a level of running smoothly. So, you know, I think for me, a lot of it has to do with taking care of me so I can better take care of everybody else. 
Does that make sense? So, oh yeah, completely. It's so wise. And, you know, I love too that you talked about um, having those systems in place and kind of set priorities as well as communication. I think that, you know, if you have a well-planned, it sounds so boring, but a well-planned life, at least systems that you can stick to and you know, some daily routines and habits, it really makes all of the difference and communication is key. Yes, it absolutely. I mean, without question, it's, um, it has been a big thing in our family since my kids were little, like, you know, dropping them off at daycare. My older one was two years old and I would tell him at the beginning of the day, this is what we're going to do and this is what's going to happen for the day. And then it just kind of, it, I think it just kind of eases everybody's mind and you can just move on and your expectations are set and it's all, it's all good. And so, you know, when, and you can feel it when it gets out of whack, you know, like when you go on vacation and stuff is, you come home and you're, you're a little bit discombobulated and, you know, it takes a little while to get back into the groove. So I feel like if you keep it kind of steady for 90% of the time, you're ahead of the game. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, I've been so excited because I knew for a few weeks that you were going to be on the show and I'm so excited about what you're going to share with us because, you know, Sometimes as as parents, we think we know what we're doing, and sometimes we just really don't. <laughs> and and sometimes, you know, it's like the best intentions, but then when it comes down to actually putting things into practice, it's a completely different story. And oftentimes, I have a number of guests on. At the very end of the episode, I always ask, what's your number one parenting tip? And really, it always, like so many people say, setting expectations and sticking with them. And it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to do it. So I know you have some amazing tips with us that you're going to share on how you can really implement that strategy mm-hmm. um, as you're raising your kids. So what tips do you have that you can share with us so that we can become these bulletproof parents in setting some clear expectations for our children? Uh, well, so, you know, parenting is not rocket science, right? And I know all of us, I suffer from it too. Like, you know, you think you're you're doing all the right things or you think you're doing all the wrong things and it can be very stressful, especially when there's so much out there, you know, to digest, you know, through technology and social media and all the stuff that, that is really just around in our face all the time. And so a lot of the times I find that, uh, especially with my clients, there's a lot of questioning that happens with their parenting. And, you know, it's not that, oh my gosh, I'm doing it the wrong way, but it's kind of like I might just need a little bit of guidance or a little bit of help to get me through this milestone or stumbling block or phase of this my child's life that I don't remember going through myself um, or I've blocked it out because I was that kid. Um, so I really feel like I'm actually um, introducing a new uh, group coaching course and I call it Parenting Without Fear. And it's really centered around not being afraid to make decisions, you know, based on what you think is the right thing, as opposed to what everyone else or what society is telling you is the right thing. Because a lot of times it's different for every family. And we all have different, you know, needs and expectations and wants for our families. And we all raise our children differently. So there's no wrong. First, I want to say there's no wrong way to parent unless, you know, of course, it's the real wrong way. Um, But, you know, as long as you're putting in the love and the dedication and, you know, the happiness and all the good stuff that you you want to put into your parenting, you're not doing it wrong. Um, But I find that a lot of people come to me when they are just feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And so I think some of the most important things that I can tell them is 
having like I and I touched on it a little bit ago, but setting expectations for yourself and your family are out of the gate is super super important. And so my number one tip would be to create consistency. And I know that we regurgitate that and it's been said probably a hundred million times, but having consistency in your day, like what I said before, dropping off Wyatt in the morning and telling him this is exactly what's going to happen today. And if that happens every single day and you get into the habit of making that a part of your drop off or your communication with your kids, even if it's, well, you're going to soccer practice tonight and this is who's picking you up. It's not going to be me. It's going to be daddy or, you know, whatever it is. At least they have an understanding of what to expect. And it, it makes them feel better. It, it, you know, it creates consistency. It introduces some organization into their lives. Um, you know, calendar setting and reminders and just being able to compartmentalize it in their brains to be able to have like a day that functions smoothly for them. Mm, um, that's so good. And, you know, one of the things, too, I like uh, that just is kind of coming to me as you're saying that, um, you know, going back to what you were talking about with what your definition of life balance is and really taking care of yourself. And I feel like sometimes, um you know, when you are talking about what the day is going to look like, you're really almost stating what your own goals are for the day. And the more you can speak it out loud, the more it is that you are dedicating yourself to those goals and the things that you want to see happen. So for me, when I when I think about life balance, I also think about like what things are double duty and it's all on how we focus on things. And so you can almost as you're setting that consistency in your day and what the expectations of what the of what the day is going to look like, it's almost a you're re-speaking that goal for yourself as well as for the benefit of your child. Absolutely. It's like an out, it's like a verbal affirmation really. And it's, yeah. it's really good. And it worked, I've, you know, it's been working for the past several years in my house. So um, I love to share that tip because I, you know, I had a client recently, she's got two year olds and she's twins and oh, yes. And they're her first babies. So she's like, I don't know what to do with these kids. Um, so we went through a whole, you know, create consistency, try to like implement these tips and stuff. And I called her two weeks later and she could not, she said, I can't believe the three things you told me to do have completely changed my day. And I said, it, it seems like a no brainer for me because I've been doing it for so long. But when you're a new mom and you, especially when you have twins and they're boys and you know, they go in two separate directions, you know, it's hard, it's hard to see the obvious when it's, when it's sitting right in front of you. So, um, yeah, I'm, I think it's, it's a really big, important thing. Mm, so good. All right. So number one is consistency in your day. What would you say? Number two, I think, you know, be introducing the organization at a, at a young age or even, you know what you can, I, these aren't necessarily like for little kids either, you know, like you can start this probably, you know, the tween age, especially I think now, like my son is about to go off to middle school. And even though we've been practicing this stuff since he was little, he's really starting to, I'm asking, we're asking of him to have more responsibility when it comes to, you know, being responsible for your soccer stuff before you go to soccer. I'm not going to be the one getting the water bottle anymore. It's your job. You make sure you have your cleats. You make sure you have your shin guards. You make sure you have your stuff. So I think, you know, introducing organization to them at a very young age, but putting it into practice as they grow is really important. You know, it's my kids have been making their beds since they were five years old. It's not my job. Make your beds. You guys, this is part of your morning. This is how we create our consistency. This is your job. This is how you're going to, you know, have some responsibility. Um, and I think that that helps along the way, especially as they get older, when you can start, 
you know, piling more on their plate and taking a little bit more off of yours to have them help you be organized and organize themselves. Awesome. You know, so let me ask you this, and this is, you know, coming personally from me, <laughs> being the mom of two boys, one is seven and one is 11. Yeah. So this is something I, I try to do, but it, honestly, like I'll, I'll take personal accountability for it. It's hard for me to be consistent in having them do their organization <laughs> skills, <laughs> like making their bed and making sure that they stick to their routines because, you know, sometimes we get so busy that it's hard to kind of have that time out to monitor how they're doing with their organization skills and if they're being consistent with it. So do you have any quick tips for parents out there that they can, if they find themselves in that same situation, like it just seems like another thing on the to-do list that I don't have time for? Um, I, you know, it's funny. Like I do in the mornings, like I'll walk through my morning routine real quick. Like we get up um, around 7.15 every morning. My kids get up around 7.15 every morning. And it's very, very organized. Like they have breakfast. I've made their lunches. Their bags are packed. That's my job. I make sure that's done. But they get, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of, you can watch 10 minutes of TV in the morning and then that's it. And then you have to get up and you have to go do your stuff. So by 7.30 or 7.45, they've had breakfast and now they're in their bedroom. They're making their bed. They're helping each other put their stuff away. They're getting dressed. They're brushing their teeth. They're doing everything they need to do. And then we're out the door and... I feel like, and I just walk through their room a few times and just say, hey, are you, how's it going, you guys? We have, like, here's your five-minute warning kind of thing. Um, and it works well for us. But I think that, you know, I get it. And every day is a different day in everybody's house, right? You get busy. You get sidetracked. There's stuff that happens. I forgot my homework. Let me finish doing this right now, Mom. Um, but I think it's really important to just keep trying, you know, I mean, I, you know, like it happens for us too. Like we walk out of the house and the bed is not made sometimes and it's okay. It's, you know, we get off track every once in a while. We're not perfect. Um, but I think being able to reinforce it, even just as little reminders, like, Hey, did you remember to like on your way out the door? Did you remember to put your stuff in your folder? Oh yeah. Okay. Let me just go run back and get it, you know, and making them actually do the work. You know, I, I'm so much of us, I'm a type A control freak myself. So I always want to be the first one to go back and do it for them. And then I realize, you know what, they're getting older and they need to be able to do it for themselves. So I have to just kind of let it go. Mm. And I love that you too, that you said, even for you guys as like the professional person (laughs) in this, like this is like your specialty, right? And it's not always perfect for you. So I think that that gives everyone listening grace. And it's funny, you know, when I first started connecting with you on Facebook and I saw your brand, Why Am I Yelling? That was the first thing I thought of is every morning I feel like I'm just screaming at my children to get downstairs. Where's your stuff? Right. Why haven't you done that yet? So, you know, I I think um, having that grace that it's okay, that it's not always it's perfect, absolutely. might calm down the yelling. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because um, so many people... I, I think of yelling, especially I'm from New York, so everything's a little bit louder here. Um, and so I don't think of yelling as necessarily a bad thing. I think that it's just part of our every, like, especially for me, my everyday life. Like, you know, like I'm yelling on the sidelines at the soccer games and it's like I'm cheering on my kid or, you know, I, it's, it's for a lot of good reasons, too. So I kind of wanted it to be like a universal good slash working on it kind of thing. I don't I don't ever really want it to be like yelling is bad because you can always turn your your frustration yell into something more positive and motivational for them. 
Mm, so good. So good. All right. So we covered consistency and organizational skills. What else would you recommend if we're starting to set some expectations for our kids? So I think when you are setting expectation levels, you know, I talk about feelings a lot because um, especially in specific stages of your kids' lives, like you have an 11-year-old, so you're probably going through it, emotional, hormonal, attitude, like all of that stuff starts to come in as they're like starting to go through adolescence. And Oh, mercy, yeah. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> easy. And you just no, feel it's like, not. oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with this child today? Um but I think that if you set expectations and you're consistent about it and you're organized about it, it helps them have a level of trust and security with your relationship with them. And, you know, that for me is very, very important to have with my boys. I think that I want them to know that even if I'm mad at them and I am yelling at them for the wrong reason at that point in time, I always want them to know it's it's only because I want only the best things for them, right? And that I, they're the most important things in my life next to my husband. And, you know, nobody will ever love them the way that a mother will love their children. So I, you know, like I drill that into their brains all the time, even when I'm arguing with them, you know, like my 10 year old, he's starting to push the buttons. And, you know, he's said some questionable things. And of course, you know, the words come out heated in a moment. And you're, the way you react as a parent could either be you can lose your mind on them or you can kind of just take a step back and and breathe in and try to figure it out. And I've done both. I'm going to be honest. I've, I've, you know, flown off the handle every once in a while. And then I've or sometimes I'll just be like, OK, you need a minute. And I understand because I was there, too, once. Um, and I think that has helped us create a level of trust and security, especially and even in our communication. Like I feel like he will come to me with stuff now and with, with things now that he may have been a little bit apprehensive to come with us to us for in the past. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's super important for them to have all of these things, but they also need to know that they can rely on you in the good and the bad. Mm, that's good. So, kind of just reviewing everything that you talked about and the great tips that you shared. Thank you so much sure. for these tips because I think that there are things that everyone, regardless of the age of their children, can really start to apply right away. So one is having consistency in your day and speaking it, so you're really communicating what that is. Number two, introducing organizational skills. And I'm going to add in there, give grace that it doesn't always I have to that. be perfect. Yep. <laughs> Number three is making sure that there's really a level of trust and security and that they really know no matter what that they're loved. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, so good. I love that. Well, I know that you shared already some amazing wisdom with us, Krista. Can you stick around for a few more minutes sure. and share a little bit more? I'd love to. Awesome. Hey, so I have to tell you about something I am so super excited about. We are launching Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. It is our online membership club. Now, let me tell you exactly what Life Balance is. It is a 90-day program designed to move you closer to the goals that you want to set in all areas of your life. It is like the ultimate planner, but more than that, it provides training to make sure you get the most out of the planning process and a ton of tools and resources to help you accomplish everything that you want to accomplish in your life. It's all based around a principle called Move Your Mountain, and it is designed to help you 
build a life that rocks. So for more information, go to yourliferocks.com forward slash life balance. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, we've been talking with Krista Rizzo, and she is from Why Am I Yelling? She's a relationship and parenting coach and has shared very generously with us some actionable items that you can put into place right away in setting expectations. And Krista, you're ready for a few more questions? I am. Awesome. All right, so number one question, what is the number one career book that you've ever read and why? Um, okay, so I am... I'm not going to go the traditional career route here because, you know, there's a lot of self-help motivational kind of books that you read, especially as you're going through a career transition like I did two years ago. I went from corporate America to having my own business and kind of floundered a little bit uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to be. And I'm going to go with Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. That book really changed my life. And I don't I don't know about how profound it was, but I just remember connecting to that book in so many different ways that it just, it changed my focus on making my life balance better and finding my true purpose and um, really being my true self to myself. And I think that's the most important thing for me, especially right now and doing what I'm doing and you know, I can read all the self-help and motivational and career building your business books um, all day long. But I think that something that's going to resonate with me personally in my heart and and just how I live my life every day is probably something that um, is the most important thing for me. Mm, I, You know, it's so funny that you mentioned that book because it's so not a book that you would imagine being a career book <laughs> to share. But I think what's so brilliant about it is, you know, really when you're talking about things that have affected you, whether it be um, in your career or with your family or anything else, it's something that stirs your soul. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, even though we talk about life in different compartments, it's all blended together in who we are as a person. And so I think anything that stirs your spirit in that way to help you really define who you want to become. And I think that that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. Thanks. All right, next question. Number one tool or resource that you use to keep your life in balance? Um, so I, you know, since I started the, my whole business thing, I am new to the online organizational stuff. Like I've had Google calendars and Google Docs and all that stuff, but I'm addicted to using Evernote for creating my content and sharing it with my assistant because we both have access to it and we can both work in it and we can work chat in it at the same time. And it's been so great for us. And I just started dabbling in Trello and I feel like that's going to be a big deal for us when we're like fully engaged and on it. So those would be my two tops. Oh, I love it. You and I are just the opposite. Like <laughs> I'm fully engaged in Trello and just starting with Evernote. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love Trello. Do like you? it, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I mean, it just keeps me so laser focused. Um, When I do my little comment section in there, I put how much time I think each task is going to take me to do. So that way, regardless, like, okay, I've got 15 minutes to do something or I have an hour to do something. I can easily go in there and be like, I'm going to do this one right now. It's amazing. I love it. Yes. I'm like, I just downloaded it. I just got the whole thing. I'm just like playing around with it. And I really, I'm like, this might be a game changer for us, I think. Yes. 
Yeah, it's you know what? That's the thing I love about it is it reminds me almost of like Pinterest. Yeah. But like action stuff. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> Pinterest for me is like, I can't. It's too overwhelming. It makes me crap. Like, oh my gosh, I'll never be this perfect. So I have to turn it off. Well, it's so fun. It's like daydreaming Pinterest is for me. Like I create all these boards, but then, you know, it's so funny. Like I'll go like, oh, what do I want to make for dinner? I want to do make something with chicken. Do I go to my dinner board that I've created? No, oh. I search chicken recipes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. All right. So this one, I can't wait to hear what you share because you are the parenting oh. expert. So big drum roll. What is your number one parenting tip? Okay, my number one pro parenting tip. Um, I am a big promoter of proactive parenting, and I am also a big promoter of doing it well with your co-parent. And some of us have spouses, and some of us don't, and some of us are doing it alone, or some of us are parenting with um, a, in a, a relationship that was was you were spouses at one point, and now you're not, but you still have to you know create a family presence for your kids. So I think. Um, Cohesive consistency is very, very important, and I think that it's super important for um, co-parents especially to be on the same page when they are delivering their message to their children. And I work with so many parents who are not on that page. Like, for instance, you know, your child asks you if they can have uh, soda, and you say no, but then they go to daddy, and daddy says yes, because they know who they're going to get it from. Um, we started this very early on in our children's lives, and it's super important for you to be on the same page with your parenting partner. Um, it just makes your your life so much easier. It makes your child rearing so much easier. And don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of your children. They're not, they're not there for you to be afraid of. They're there for you to guide, and they expect it, and they need it, and they want it, even though they don't know that they want it. Um, but that's my my most important thing is that being on the same page with your co-parent is super important. Oh, it so is because they, those little children, <laughs> <laughs> they know how to work the system. Oh. It's like the something they're born with. Yep, they know. <laughs> so now it's time for my favorite part of the episode where we get to talk about a Bible verse that really – sinks in deep into our lives and something that's really a guiding force for who we are as a person. Because, you know, I really feel like the Word of God is the instruction manual for life. It's not just about memorizing scripture or having it there as a religious thing, um, but really something that should be living in our lives. So what Bible verse do you have for us for this episode? Um, so there's there's two. So I live every day by you know, do unto others as you have done unto you. I preach that to my children every morning as we walk to school. I sometimes use the golden rule verse, or I sometimes say, just make sure you're being kind to everybody. You don't know what's happening in their lives. Um, and I, I know that one gets used a lot. So I also like um, Isaiah 43, 5, do not be afraid for I am with you. Um, and I think especially in today's day and age, and with, you know, the news coverage and what's happening out there in the world. Um, I try to instill in my children um, to not be afraid of stuff. And uh, and what I mean by that is just a tackle that your day with, you know, excitement and, and vigor and don't be afraid to try new things and don't be afraid to express your feelings or have an opinion. 
um, because I am your parent, I'm always with you and God is always with you. And there's always a guiding force in your life. And there's always a guardian angel looking over you. And I fully believe that. Um, so I would say that one would probably be my next favorite one. Mm, you know, I love that, especially from a parenting perspective, because it's so easy for us to read that verse and want that as a parent for our children and want them to walk into that, which you so beautifully illustrated for us. But then to know that that was written from our Heavenly Father as a guiding statement for us in our lives. And just as much as we want that for our children, we are a child of God, and that's what he wants for us, which I think is so exciting. You know, So if you're listening to this podcast, everything that Krista had said, I want you to just rewind and go back and listen to it again with the intent that that's what God wants for you. He wants you to walk without fear and to do the things that that you want to do without having to fear anything because he has so much for you. I love that. Yay. 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 (laughs) Well, Krista, you shared some amazing wisdom with us on this podcast. I'm so glad you were here. Now, you have some amazing programs and a lot of resources to share. If someone wants to learn more about you, how can they get in touch? Um, I have a lot of stuff going on. Um, You can join my Facebook group. It's the Why Am I Yelling Facebook group. I have a main one, and I also have one for dads. I'm rolling that out slowly but surely, but we're going to do one especially for the dads too. So it's Why Am I Yelling or Why Am I Yelling for Dads on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, on Periscope, on Blab, all under the Why Am I Yelling hashtag or at symbol. Um, And I have a website, whyamiyelling.com, and it's got all of my programs and contact information. I do, you know, uh, 30-minute laser uh, strategy sessions for free and all kinds of fun stuff. And I uh, do a lot of freebies and web webinars and stuff. So if you join the Facebook group, that's where you'll get most of the information for, like, that kind of stuff. Well, Krista, thanks so much for coming on. It was so much fun chatting with you and learning some amazing wisdom. Thank you so much for your generosity. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. This was really fantastic. Isn't Krista great? I don't know about you, but I love learning new tips and tricks that I can apply to improve my life, especially my parenting. That is gold for me. And to know that there's grace in it all, even better. So if you want to learn more about Krista or Why Am I Yelling or any of the programs that she talked about, you can find links to it all on our show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash 32. That's the number three, two. Now, when you go to our show notes, you'll also find a link there to join our private Facebook group. You can also search life balance by your life rocks in Facebook, and you'll find us there as well. I encourage you to join our supportive community. Now, also, could you do me a favor and just share this episode with a friend? If you found value in it, please pass it on. It is our mission to help more women be inspired and equipped to live the best life possible and to walk closer to Jesus. This is your very first time listening to this podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single upcoming episode. We have a couple of really great series planned to carry us through the end of the summer 2016 that I know will bring you tremendous value. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.